sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Culpa. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Culpa. And welcome to get to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Culpa. I'm your host, Dave. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, July 11, 2019. It's a Thursday. And as always on Thursdays, we are pre-taping this show in the final hour. Now, I'd like to tell you we're going to take you all the way to the end of the final hour, but we're probably going to be taking you – actually, we may take you about very close to 4 p.m. Again, pre-taping. As you know, every Monday and Thursday, I appear on Bulls and Bears on Fox Business Network from 5 to 6, so we kind of sort of get the show done beforehand. Don't miss Mondays and Thursdays, 5 to 6 p.m. on the uh, Fox Business Network. Uh, as always – we have lots to talk about today. I got a phone call from somebody telling me, don't yell. Don't yell. When do I yell on this radio show? Once every blue moon? Not me. I don't yell. Anyway, hope you're having a good day. It's the best thing I can tell you. Um, yeah, I'm not going to mention that. All right, this is a show about you and everything that affects everything out there. You, markets, your money, the economy. Jobs, central banks, and all that. We hope you are listening. Now, if you don't get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive or live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Culpam. You can email me. Uh, just be nice. Uh, read our commentary, articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, convictionleaders.com. Press the button. One month free. Uh, check it out. All right. <sighs> Where do I want to start? Oh, Market Wrap is brought to you by Investment-Models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. It's proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-Models.com. As I speak, less than meets the eye. What? What do you mean? Dow's up 173. Pretty good, right? S&P's up one. I'll explain. NASDAQ's down 16. NASDAQ 100 down 16. You ready for this? The Russell 2000 is down the equivalent of... Uh, 190 Dow points. Mid-caps, not doing well either. Transports are up. Oh, the Dow 173. Advanced declines on New York, 1620. On the NASDAQ, 12 to almost 18. Uh, so what's going on in the Dow today? Well, uh, for lack of a better way of mentioning it, uh, the President of the United States and his administration did a complete flip-flop today on an item which has affected big time uh, managed care and drug companies. There is news that the Trump administration has pulled its plan to eliminate rebates from government drug plans. In other words, these government drug plans, these plans get rebates, and they were going to get rid of the rebates, and they decided against it. So you know what happened. The lobbyists got in their face and yelled and screamed, and the administration kowtowed to the lobbyists, and that was that. That's all. So the story is United Health is up 13. Managed care. That's the good to about 6, 3, it's called 85 Dow points, just United Health. And of course, Anthem up 14, Cigna up 14, Humana up 10, Molina Health up 5, Wellcare Health up 6, and United Health up 13. Also in the Dow today, let me give you another little tidbit, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the bond market, 
possibly the bond market's topping out near term, near term, which means rates are going up on the long end. With rates going up on the long end, but the central bank taking uh, rates down on the short end, margins expand. So guess what? Goldman Sachs is up six bucks today. That's about forty. So between Goldman Sachs and uh, Umana, excuse me, and United Health, eh, let's call it about one hundred and twenty points. There is your story, but it's not just the story. Boeing bouncing up six today, but just got hit recently because of whatever, whatever, whatever. And we just still think there's uncertainty there. Looks like Boeing's got support at 350. Just let you know, whatever that means to you. So you take those three, there's your Dow. Because as I look to my screen to my left, a lot of red. So just letting you know, good day for the financials. Bad days for the small caps and the mid caps. Semiconductors, eh, flat. Managed care, very strong. Drug stocks, not so strong. Uh, commodities down, gold getting hit pretty decently today. Bitcoin down a little bit more today, whoopee do. Why am I even mentioning it? And that's kind of the story of the day. Early had some pretty good strength in the big cap uh, tech, but uh, they're waning a little bit, a little extended here. Uh, Amazon was up 16, now down 9. Keep in mind that's less than 1% move. Uh, it's about 1% move. I take it back. And not much else sticking out. And yes, it's 3.27 p.m., so anything can happen by the close. But again, the story is, I I can't say this enough, because we've been saying it for quite a while now. If you had to own the market and you indexed, don't be small and mid. It's okay to have a little, listen, if you got 10 funds and you want 10, 15% in small and mid cap, fine, just to have, because eventually you think that they'd come on. But if you're just looking to get in right now, it's the large cap. And again, it's been going on for a while, and I have no reason why. Wish I had an answer. And frankly, don't care. Price everything. Opinion after that. On the bond front, well, you know, you had Jay Powell again today. Today he was in front of the Senate. He says they don't think they've been accommodative with uh, monetary policy. I I just want to throw up when I hear that from these people, that they haven't been accommodative. The guy got scared out of his boots at 2.5% Fed funds, when in yesteryear the norm would be 5 and 6%. Not accommodative. They still have three, four trillion bucks of printed money out there. They stayed at zero percent rates for eight years. They've got all these other central banks around the globe negative rates. Not accommodative. I must be careful about what I say here so I don't lose it. Ladies and gentlemen. Nothing personal. These people just sicken the hell out of me. Why? 10-year German bonds, buns, were just sold at negative 2.6. I don't know who, obviously the insane, are lending Germany 10 years and losing money on lending them on investments that are supposed to be riskless while getting a little bit of income. So I don't know what the hell's going on, ladies and gentlemen. It is a bizarro world. It's a bizarro financial world, if you ask me. And I'd love to give you reasoning. I, I don't know. I don't know any same sane person that would lend somebody money and pay them to lend it to them. They're supposed to pay you. And the more debt they have, the more they should pay you. And with all the debt running up in all these areas, I'm surprised rates aren't that much higher. Maybe we just have the mother of all bubbles in the bond market. We'll see. Up next... A little more on Powell. 
what's leading, what's lagging. Set you up for next week and much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's ed. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. So we got one of those days. Dow up 172, but it's really like the Dow's up 5. And actually in some places, much worse. If you get a chart of the small caps and the mid caps, Russell 2000, mid cap 400, just place it next to the Dow and S&P and the NASDAQ. Wow, what a stark difference. And I must tell you, uh, this is one of the most major differentials I've seen in a very long time. does not have to end badly. doesn't have to mean anything. It could just be, hey, this is the areas you own and this is the areas you don't own, and that's it. You leave it just at that. But it does need to be watched. Because quite often in the past when you see such divergences, it portends possible problems. Again, not predicting, but we've seen it before and we just want to make note of it to each and every one of you. Now next week. Let me just run you by next week. Monday, Citigroup, J.B. Hunt. Not a big day. Tuesday, before the open, BlackRock, Schwab, Domino's Pizza, Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan, United Health, those four in the Dow, Wells Fargo, Canadian Pacific Railway. After the close, CSX, United Airlines. Wednesday, before the open, Abbott Labs, American Express in the Dow, Bank America, Bank of New York, Comega America, Morgan Stanley, PNC Bank, U.S. Bank Corp, Textron, Progressive Insurance. After the close, Alcoa, eBay, IBM in the Dow, Netflix, by the way, I'm leaving a bunch out. Thursday, before the open, Blackstone, Alley Financial, BB&T Corp, Danaher, Nucor, Philip Morris, they kill, they kill people. Well, the cigarettes do. Uh, SAP, Taiwan Semiconductor, Union Pacific, after the close, Capital One Financial, E-Trade, Intuitive Surgical, Microsoft in the Dow. Uh, Friday after the close, General Electric, Honeywell, Kansas City Th- Southern, State Street Bank, there are others. The week after, I'm not going to give the days, but just to give you an example, Travelers and United Tech in the Dow. Boeing and Caterpillar and Visa in the Dow. For example, 3M in the Dow. Intel in the Dow. McDonald's in the Dow. But you also have Twitter, Starbucks, Google, Amazon, First Solar, Lamb Research, MGM Grand, Hershey's, Lending Tree, Waste Management, Xilinx, ServiceNow. Comcast, American Airlines, Borg Warner, Dunkin' Donuts, UPS, Facebook, Ford, Las Vegas Sands, PayPal, Hilton, Norfolk Southern, Anthem, Snap, Packard, JetBlue, KeyCorp, Hasbro, Pulte Homes, and I'm leaving a ton out again. That's your next two weeks. There's a few hundred more. Let me tell you what I'm hearing, which is absolutely meaningless, but I'm letting you know what I'm hearing. Earnings are not going to be that great. That's what we're hearing. But guidance has come down enough where we expect them to still be able to beat estimates. That's what we're hearing. 
You know where we're hearing that from? The pundits. Ask me how much I care. Zero. Let me be clear. Let me be concise on our feelings. We have no clue. No clue what's going to be reported by anybody, though we get guidance. We have no clue what the reaction is going to be, both good and bad. No clue. We do know norms, though. Companies that have beaten in the past and have good growth typically continue to beat for a while. But you never know if that's one time where they beat and say, well, we may have a little slowdown. We don't know. So when you hear people get on their soapbox and say to you, buy this before earnings, they don't know. They're full of it. We saw one yesterday. An analyst came out and said, buy so-and-so in front of earnings. That's the terminology they use. Like they know. Again, they don't. Never buy into that caca. It is a waste of your time. The best one can do for the active player is let the earnings come out and deal with the reactions. If you got plenty of cushion, you hold your great stuff into earnings and go from there. As always, you get to decide. We're just making note. Don't pay attention to any of that. And we mean at all. In our view, it's quite comedic. In our view, it's quite laughable. And we don't want you getting caught in all that. When names gap up or gap down, you'll know it because we'll tell you. And we'll also interpret it for you. Up next, more on that. And much more on that as we take you into the close. I'm Gary. This is the one only Best Gazette. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbomb. No sign you recommend it. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome to Investor's Edge. The Dow up 175. The S&P up 1. The NASDAQ and NASDAQ 100 both down 15. The SOX is up 1. The Transport's up 69. Advanced decline 16 to 20 on the New York. 12.17, almost 12.18 on the NASDAQ. Market is much worse than the Dow up 174 today. As we mentioned, United Health up 13 and change today as the president does a 180 on this, that, and the other thing. You go read about it. Good for about 85 Dow points. Boeing up 6. Good for about 60, 70 Dow points. I have no clue why I didn't see any news on Boeing except the bounce. And with rates ticking up today, Goldman Sachs is up almost 6. And there is your story on the day. Those three names in the Dow. I will say Home Depot's up 2 bucks. I will say Merck is down almost 4 bucks as the drug stocks actually get the opposite on the Trump news. Uh, Johnson & Johnson down about a buck and a half. Pfizer and Travelers down a buck. 
3M is actually up almost three bucks. And that is your movers today. That be your story on this day. As we get ever closer to earnings season. I have to mention, uh, Serena Williams will be in the final of Wimbledon on Saturday. Uh, I watched her play today, and I must tell you, it's the best tennis I have seen her play in ages going into the final tomorrow. Excuse me, Saturday, against Simona Halep. Just another amazing story in tennis world that this woman, this mom, at this age, with so many miles on her, has another chance to get 24th singles victory uh, tying Margaret Court. Tomorrow morning, Federer plays Nadal. They have not played at Wimbledon since 08 when Nadal stopped Federer's five wins in a row at Wimbledon streak. I believe it was 9-7 in the fifth, playing into the dark. Known as one of the greatest matches of all time. I know we're all in tune with football and basketball, but ladies and gentlemen, what we are seeing in tennis with Djokovic, these four people, is utterly and totally amazing. Utterly and totally amazing. Even if you're not tennis buffs, it is something to applaud. Anyway, I believe uh, they start at 7 a.m. tomorrow uh, for the first match. Unbelievable. Amazing story. And Serena Saturday morning. I was almost contemplating going back. Too much of a too much of a pain in the rear end to go back and forth, so quickly. Uh, Beyond Meat, since I've been asked about it, remember it pulled back hard, held a 21-day moving average, and is now turning back up, looking to head back up towards that $200 mark. I'm not giving that as a target, but that's the old high, up nine and change today. I'm asked about it every day. I'm asked about marijuana every day, stocks. I'm asked about the coins every day. I'm asked about Beyond Meat every day. And it's quite amazing. These are the things I'm asked about because these are the ones with valuations out the wazoo. Bitcoin, no valuation whatsoever. It seems like you're all attuned into, quote unquote, what's hot. A word to the wise. Terrific. Terrific. The Bitcoin bottom now, it's been doing well, but it's had a big run probably uh, in pullback mode here. The uh, Beyond Meat looks like it hit the low at 150-something. It's turning back up. Terrific. Uh, the mar- marijuana stocks are dead in the water big time. Uh, bear market for the marijuana stocks, but I keep hearing everybody saying, oh, you got to own them. Uh, just know what's working and what's not, ladies and gentlemen. It's the best way I can put it to you. That's all. And know what you got. Beyond meat that's being bought up right now, heading back towards whatever. Market cap's $10.33 billion. Market cap is $10.33 billion. It does less than $120 million in sales. You, you got me? Less than $120 million in sales. $10.33 billion in market cap, and they lose money. Now, as I told you and the audiences, you know, I've done a couple of deals, one in Phoenix, a couple other places. I said, I think this thing has a chance to be like Taser. Taser, many years ago, kept announcing this contract, that contract, and the stock blazed for a while until it died. A big death. 
I didn't predict anything. I just said there was a chance. As always, we'll let you decide, but leave no doubt that uh, 21-day moving average is held. And we'll see how it plays out, acting bullishly again, as of this second. And may I say again on the marijuana stocks, they're dying a slow death. If they pick up, we'll let you know, but things like APHA, 12 down to 6. You already know about Tilray, 300 down to 45. Up from 34, I must say. Canopy growth, 53 down to 37 in the last eight weeks. High of 59 10 months ago. And I'm not even going to mention the bunch of Canadian names with five letters in their symbol that have been absolutely crushed. So just be aware. We have bubbles. There is no doubt in my mind the biggest bubble by far is in the bond markets. People are lending Italy for 50 years and getting 2.8%. Do you know what happens if bond yields back up? Ton of principal loss in the meantime. You're going to have to hold them for 50 years. There are 100-year bonds out there. People are lending Germany for 10 years and paying them a quarter percent. You know how much principal loss there's going to be in the meantime? You're going to really have to hold it and still lose money. It's bizarro world, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute, unadulterated, bizarro. If you would have told me 10 years ago that this would be going on, I'd be laughing in your face. Any of you want to lock up uh, your money for 10 years and give somebody a quarter percent? Bueller? Dow just uh, moved up in the last few minutes. We're 10 minutes before the close. I got the Dow up 219, S&P up 6. NASDAQ still down. NASDAQ 100 still down. The uh, mid-caps and small-caps still down. Advanced decline still down with the Dow up 216. But they just bumped things up a little bit. Boeing up 7, Home Depot up 3. That's helped a little bit. There is your story today. Less than meets the eye, but everything counts. Up next, we shall take you to the close. I thank you for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one and only... You are listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge with Gary Caldwell. And what was it get to Investor's Edge? Uh, We will take you to the close right now. It's about three fifty-two. So we'll take you right into the close. Dow up uh, 205. S&P up 4. NASDAQ up down 8. NASDAQ 100 down 8. The Russell in the mid-cap just horrific. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, and what was it? Yesterday, the day before, I did a little dissertation with you guys on all these Chinese IPOs that have been absolutely crushed. Remember that? And the reason I bring it up is because when they came public, they were so hot. Well, I just want to let you know, it, it, it's not just China. Okay? You know, Levi Strauss came public. $17 deal opened at, you know, it's 24 bucks before you can say boo. It's not a disaster, but it's down to 20 For example, just making a point, Farfetch Limited, FTCH, came public at 20 They had it up at 31 It's back down to 20 Anybody in the uh, secondary market's losing money. 
Uh, Jumaya, JMIA, $14 deal. They opened it up within a day of 50. It's 25. 50% loss if you bought at the highs. Still has a $2 billion market cap, even though they lose a ton of money and just uh, 140 million in sales. Uh, a recent IPO, Fiverr International, $21 deal. They opened it up at 40. Money losing company. It's 23. Within weeks. We're just here to make a point, ladies and gentlemen. That's all. We're here to protect you from you. And it provides us with a little bit of therapy also. Because these IPOs get hyped like crazy. And you know what the eventuality is. Valuation. Enlight, simple LASR, $16 deal. They ran it within a week or two to 40. It's back down to 16. Just making a point. And of course, I can do many others. So again, we tell you, do a little bit of work on this. The market has its way of puncturing things that really need to be punctured. And very often it's the hot areas, the touted areas, by the touted artists. And we find ourselves having to say this a lot. And that's because when you're in bubble world, which I believe we're in now, you're getting all kinds of weird stuff. But Jay Powell today say there's no bubbles. He said there was no bubbles. That's what he said today. He also said, well, we don't think we've been accommodative. The insane asylum is running the insane asylum. I don't know if that made any sense, but you get the point. We're getting near the close down back up to uh, 219. S&P 5 and change. NASDAQ down 7. NASDAQ 100 down 7. Socks up 3. Mid caps and small caps ain't budging. And that's weird. And it's something we will continue to pay attention to. But today is a very good Dow day based on one, two, three, four names. But it all matters. Hey, when Boeing dropped big, it mattered. When United Health dropped big, it mattered. And it's up 13 today, it matters. We don't rationalize. Oh, and by the way, Uber, uh, still trading underwater from its IPO. Lyft uh, is trading at 61 on a $72 IPO. It did go to 47 though, before Powell changed his stance. But they opened it up at 88. Again, this is a show about guidance. But there's certain rules no matter what to just think about and follow. It's really not hard to recognize when you're paying a dime for a nickel. Even though that dime can go to 25 cents first. We do recognize that. But our big belief in ultimate outcomes and the worry of them has us doing this dissertation more often than not these days because of what central banks have done and creating all kinds of these little bubbles on assets we would never ever think about in the past. 
We hope you are listening. Have a great evening as the market closes. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure. You all make sure you hug your children. Night-night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r. 